Welcome to Knowledge for Caregivers. My name is Kathy, the host of this podcast. Since I have been a geriatric nurse for almost 10 years, helping seniors age in place, I'm going to give you the knowledge that I used to help my own family so you can help your family. Welcome back. Today, I'm going to talk about something that is kind of personal and it may affect this podcast. When I started this podcast, it was in the middle of a pandemic. I took a class and the teacher said, the people who are willing to take this class during a pandemic are probably going to be really motivated. So I had a great group of beginning podcasters to learn from, and it was very, very exciting. It's through the Akimbo program, which initially started with a gentleman named Seth Godin. I appreciate all the training that they showed me. And they taught me, don't look at the numbers. Sometimes that's hard when you're podcasting and you go, is this worth it? Am I looking at the numbers? So I started the podcast. My husband developed what we thought was a blood clot, ended up being a baker cyst. So totally got overwhelmed with that. But I was like determined to have this podcast out every Wednesday. Then I got ahead, rushed up to another part of the country to go to my daughter's very small outdoor wedding since they wanted to save their own date. Got through Christmas, a new dog. My husband got a severe case of the shingles and I have still managed to get the podcast out. I just really always wanted a library of resources that I could honestly give to many of my clients, family members that asked me so many questions. As a matter of fact, I almost called this driveway conversations, but then I was afraid nobody would understand that context because so many of the conversations that I've had with family members are when they meet with me in the home and then they want to walk me outside and say, can I still talk to you a little bit more? And then they ask all the questions that maybe they didn't want to ask in front of their loved ones or in any way to embarrass them. About six weeks ago, I noticed that when I was getting up to walk to the bathroom in the morning, that my foot was hurting, my right foot especially. And I've been having a little pain for a couple of years. and I didn't think anything about it, but it was getting worse and worse. It got to the point that whenever I put on shoes, I felt like there was literally a nail being driven into my right heel. I went to the doctor and he said, I think you have what's called plantar fasciitis. And somebody asked me, well, what does that mean? All I know is that there's tissue and tendons that surround the heel and those can all get inflamed. Anytime you have itis at the end of a word, it usually means inflammation. For instance, doctors may say, your shoulder, you have bursitis, you have bursar, which is a sac in your shoulder, and it's inflamed. You have tendonitis, your tendons are inflamed. So he put me on 21 days of meloxicam, which is kind of like a prescription ibuprofen. I don't tolerate those medicines very well for my stomach, but I said, I think I can try 21 days. He said, if that's going to help, it'll take 21 days. So I did my 21 days. It didn't help. I went to the chiropractor. He recommended I go to a lady who does a foot zone massage, which was very painful. I did it twice and that didn't help. I finally had broken down and made an appointment with my podiatrist. And you're probably going, what does all this have to do with taking care of an aged loved one? In the meantime, a couple of years ago, I had had surgery on my small little pinky toe, 
for what they called a hammer toe. They made it sound like it was just this little thing they would shave off and everything would be fine. It was one of the hardest recoveries I'd ever done. Number one, it was extremely painful. I couldn't wear shoes in the middle of winter. I had to use crutches, which I fell. So I went and got a knee scooter. A knee scooter basically means that you put your knee on the scooter and you use your other leg to kind of drive you around. It's definitely very convenient and a lot easier for me to use than crutches. I just don't have great stability in my arms. I was just really shocked that the doctor did not tell me I was going to be going home on crutches after the surgery. Like I said, I fell. So I immediately sent my husband to the medical supply store and said, get me a knee scooter. Unfortunately, the knee scooter, though very nice to use and has helped with the pain, is definitely not very easy. And it got me thinking about older people. And many times we're like, I just wish you would use a walker. I just wish you would use a cane so you would quit falling. What I found with my knee scooter is, yes, it definitely helps me get around. Sometimes at work, they laugh at me because I'll be at one end of the room and I can scoot faster to the phone than any of them can even probably run. So it's very convenient. It's also very inconvenient. And that got me thinking about people's walkers. And so many times I will go into a home and family members will say to me, I'm so frustrated with how much clutter my mother lives with in the home. I'm so frustrated about how they let the home just go downhill. They just don't seem to care anymore about how their home looks. And then they say, we've even offered to bring in somebody to help them, but they are so resistant to help. I am now beginning to understand some of those feelings. My husband, I love him. He's trying to help me out with what are essentials, like getting the dishes washed and getting clothes clean and helping take care of our three rabbits and one dog. But the problem is, like, for instance, I was trying to get into my closet the other day, and I found the scooter was very inconvenient. I had a heater that was blocking the way, and I was having to move everything down. So instead of hanging up my clothes in my closet or putting them in the dresser because it was hard to reach, I folded things up and started putting them on top of my dresser like my scrubs that I use in the morning. That way, I don't have to try to go into the closet. The dusting has definitely not been done. I need to get to it. I actually had to take a day off Friday just to clean up some of the rabbit area. There was a lot of hay that had gotten in there. And my husband, he has a full-time job. He has some health issues he's dealing with. And honestly, I think I hear this a lot. Men just don't really see when there's a mess that needs to be cleaned up unless it's really bad. And so I want to get in there and clean it, but I have to decide between using my knee scooter and then trying to do something that's not safe, like bending down or just ignoring it or walking around and then having pain in my foot. So I began to understand somebody with a walker, they can't just bend down and pick up something. They are seeing the mess, but they don't know what to do about it. If they don't use their walker, they might fall. If they use their walker, they can't get things done. They have trouble getting around doorways. I recently just went to a lady's house that had broken her leg. Now, she was independent before all of this, but she has been told she cannot bear weight. She is an older person. 
She fell because she was already having stability problems. So now she only has one good leg. She has a wheelchair. She has a walker. And I'm walking around the house with the walker. It doesn't fit very well in one of the bathrooms, neither the wheelchair nor the walker. I had to test which bathrooms the walker would get through. And many of these bathrooms, they're even of newer homes like mine is, they're still not made for somebody with a walker. They're not made for somebody with a scooter chair. As we are dealing with our loved ones, maybe borrow their walker for a day and just try walking around and doing something simple like fixing your dinner and then figuring out how am I going to carry this to the table to sit down and eat. Even if we give them a tray, it still sloshes or mixes around. So here I am trying to carry one food at a time to my table on my walker. And guess what? I have a dog that would love to lick up my oatmeal or my plate. So I have to make sure my husband's watching the dog that he doesn't eat my food and get sick because I'm trying to carry one thing at a time. So it takes me longer just to get my food, my drink, my silverware to the table to eat. It takes me longer because I have to go from one side of the kitchen and I can't back up very well. So then I just have to keep going in circles when I need something from one side to the other side. I have this wonderful island that I built and now I hate it because it's in the middle of everything in my kitchen. I'm only saying this because our loved ones, they are really trying the best they can. And I think so many times we want what's best for them, but they're struggling. And we come in and be like, Mom, I just wish you would use your walker, which I said to my mother. Or why are you not keeping up the house? Or why are you not eating enough? Or why are you not preparing meals? Or why are you not getting help? Well, at this point, I've got a dog, I've got three rabbits. I'm looking at the cost, we already had to hire a yard person because we can no longer do our yard. Now I'm looking at possibly hiring a housekeeper. But I've got so much clutter. I have stuff sitting on top of my dressers so that, again, I can easily reach it. And how do I bring in a housekeeper to do the dusting? And what if they put things away where I can't find them? Having to use a mobility device does prevent falls. It also prevents challenges of how we're going to keep our house clean, how we're going to get dressed, how we're going to go to the bathroom, how we're going to manage our household and our meal preparation. Those are all challenges that maybe hopefully I can cover in the next two sessions. I just want everybody to know, if you don't hear from me, and I don't get this out on Wednesday, which one week I didn't, and then I forgot to publish it, it was still a draft, and somebody said, hey, there's an error message. I was so glad she let me know that. It is because I'm dealing with the extra work of having to use a mobility device and everything takes me so much longer to do. So let's give our loved ones a little bit of extra grace this week. Thank you. And I hope that this has helped you begin to see the perspective of what your loved one is going through. Thank you and have a good day. Thank you for listening to this podcast. The information that I am giving is meant for informational or educational purposes only. They are not meant to replace the advice and consent 
of a person's primary care doctor or physician. If you wish to send me an email, you can do it at info, I-N-F-O, at symbol, Kathy's Consulting, K-A-T-H-Y-S-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G dot com. Or you can check out my website at kathysconsulting.com. I would love to hear from you. Thank you for going on this caregiving journey with me. Thank you.